Hey folks, big announcement. I am now doing in-person readings in New York City at Earth Angel Crystal. It's just one subway stop from Manhattan. If you're in the New York City area and want a mediumship reading or a card reading with me, you now have a place to see me in person. For more information, go to juanfranciscospirit.com slash readings. You'll find everything you need to know on my website to set up your appointment. I can't wait to meet you in person. Welcome to Third Eyesight, everybody. Today, there is no intro because I am recording this from my family's home over in Delaware, where I do not have my desktop computer, and I don't have the files to have an intro on this episode. I could get them on my tablet here, but they're not compatible with the program I use on my tablet to record this episode right now. So we're going right into today's topic. Before we go into the listener question or the listener feedback that I received on the last episode I did, I wanted to just take this moment to say, if you love this podcast, please leave a review. And you can reach me on Instagram at Juan Third Eye, on Facebook as Juan Francisco Psychic Medium. As well as on, uh, I'm on TikTok, Juan Third Eye. I'm not super active. I like to post on it, but feel free to contact me in any way you'd like. There's also my website, juanfranciscospirit.com. So, on the last episode that I did with, uh, it was an interview with Lisa Jeswine. Uh, someone left a bit of feedback that I think is important to to respond to, and I really appreciate you. And I hope I pronounced your name correctly, Manya Repnikova left a comment on the Spotify version of the episode, which uh, I keep forgetting you can do now. You can comment on an episode on Spotify, which is neat, very neat. So Manya said, Not a fan of the word interpreter, only because we are not supposed to interpret the message, but rather deliver what we get. So it might be a a little bit misleading to beginning mediums. So what Manya is referring to In that episode with Lisa Jeswine, I was talking with Lisa about how what I said that as a medium, I feel like I am an interpreter. I believe that we as mediums are interpreters. We are serving the role of interpreters for what spirit wants to deliver as a message to our sitters, our clients. And I could understand how that could be taken as, as from what I understand from your feedback, Manya, for others who might feel similarly, interpreter may convey the idea that we are adding meaning to something from spirit, adding our own meaning to something from spirit, instead of just saying what spirit wants to say. And I do believe that when it comes to being a medium and practicing mediumship, there is space for error. We can receive something from spirit from the other side. And we, the mediums, can, there's possibility of us contaminating the message that comes through. That is for sure. And it happens. I've been in that position before. Every time that I think too hard about what's coming through, or I doubt what's coming through, sometimes I give a message or I give a a symbol. It's more likely, it more likely happens, uh, it's more, sorry, it's more likely to happen when it comes to symbols and images in my head that they they want me to convey to or share with the client because uh, it's going to validate the soul's presence. Like if I get a blue ribbon in my head, I may overthink it and uh, a blue ribbon may be associated with a baby boy. It could be associated with... um, a gift for a birthday, 
but maybe I overthink it and I think about, well, what if it's, um, what can be a ribbon be misconstrued for? Uh, maybe it's a ribbon cutting ceremony, <laughs> which that's possible, but maybe let me just keep it to basics. Baby boy blue, uh, a gift instead of overthinking it. Or maybe I get the blue ribbon and I start to doubt, well, maybe the blue ribbon is something I'm thinking of, uh, but really it's something that came from spirit. And it's not something I thought of, but I, but because I'm doubtful, I start to question whether what I'm getting is really from spirit or not. In either of those two circumstances, that kind of thinking or that process can lead me to contaminate the message that's coming through or the symbol that's coming through or how spirit wants to validate their presence. So when I said the word interpreter, I really meant, and I should have clarified this, I I still believe that my role as a medium is that of an interpreter. But just as how you have an interpreter, like a sign language interpreter or a language interpreter, someone who is translating someone's speech that is in one language into another language for an audience, they need to get, even if they may use different words to share the message of the original speaker or of what they're trying to say, it has to convey the same idea. It has to convey the same the same message. If you have someone who is interpreting at the United Nations here in the United States, for example, if a room full of ambassadors from across the world, someone translating a a speech in Portuguese into English or into Mandarin, especially if it's in regard to something very important, you have to make sure you you capture both the essence the and the details of what the original speaker is saying. That's what makes a really good interpreter. I'm not an interpreter in that respect. I've never been a translator, but that's the idea I get from that profession, right? So as a medium, I call myself an interpreter because... It's not so much about I'm interpreting the message, but at the same time I am. So I get an image or I get a feeling from spirit. And what happens is spirit may be using an image that I'm familiar with that I've seen in my life. Well, they always will. So those are only images I'm aware of, right? Spirit will go into my memory bank. They'll bring up like a blue ribbon. I've seen blue ribbons in my life before. And where have I seen blue ribbons? I've seen them at birthday parties. I've seen them at baby showers, usually to to point out the fact that it's a baby boy traditionally that is being born. I've seen them. I think there is a organ, nonprofit organization or a cause for an illness or a condition that maybe uses the color sky blue or blue. So these are things that I may think of. Spirit is using this image, and then I'm using my brain to, to, to consider what has this meant to me. However, I need to leave space when I communicate what I'm seeing to the client or the sitter. I need to consider, like, this is what this means to me, but what does it mean to the client or the sitter? Because maybe to me it means, based on tradition that I grew up with, a baby boy that is being born or just born. But to the client, a blue ribbon is associated with a condition or illness that the client fundraises for because 
their father passed away from that illness. And then maybe that is the symbol that they, need, that they needed to hear to know that their father's coming through in the reading, that it's actually their father. And then we keep going because we want to make sure, the sitter and the client and I want to make sure together that, okay, is this their father? Let's keep going. What other signs and symbols are, are coming through? And the process repeats. So when I said interpreter, I meant it as we are a, as mediums, I believe we are a filter, but we are not a filter that can contaminate. We, we should not contaminate what's coming through. Spiritual energy is just that, spiritual energy. And that is coming through human a human voice box, my human voice box, my human body. And my human body is very limited. My human being is very limited. So to be a human being trying to convey the language of spirit and the sensations of spirit into human words, and not just human words and language, into the English language, which can have its limitations too, as any language can. Those are a lot of filters for spirit to work through to get to the sitter or client. And this doesn't mean that there's no point then to trying to be a, to trying to be a medium and to, to channel mediumistically. It just means that we have to work a little extra harder. I'll speak for myself. I decide to work a little extra harder to make sure that I am both sharing my interpretation of what's coming through and also asking the client, what do you think? How do you feel about this sign or symbol? Because this can't happen with, by, with just me, solo. This is a very involved circumstance for the, for the client. A reading is only possible because I'm with a client, with a sitter. It doesn't happen without them. So I see readings sort of as like teamwork. I know that people book me to do a reading for them, but I can't interpret things correctly unless I'm talking to the client, unless they're... Honestly, this may be controversial to say, for a psychic to say, but unless this doesn't work unless the client is helping me out, chiming in, giving feedback. So it is a team effort. Now, this isn't to say that a client is paying for, is paying to see a psychic to assign them to do some thinking and work. <laughs> it's not, that's not what it is. I'm channeling what's coming through from spirit and sharing it with the client and the client is there to help me understand like is this correct or what does this mean to you and like I said with the blue ribbon to me a blue ribbon could mean the birth of a baby boy but to the client it could mean fundraising for a charity or a charity that brings awareness to a condition or an ailment that their loved one passed from and that could be super validating for the client, but that wouldn't be possible to find to to discover that unless I brought up the sign or symbol, the visual, and then let them have the space to share their interpretation of that. So I do believe a mediumship reading involves interpretation, but I do not want to make it seem like that in, that interpretation always involves taking something that I'm understanding and making it completely my own, because that is not the case. So I wanted to clarify that, and I think it's really important because a lot of the times in psychic and mediumship readings, we let ourselves get in the way. One of my favorite podcasters and mediums, Hannah McIntyre, 
who is the host of Mediumship Matters, which I highly recommend you go listen to because it it is a huge, an immense, immense part of my journey as a medium. I've listened to every episode (laughs) and she knows it. She has a whole episode about getting in her own way from what I remember. If I remember correctly, it was a whole episode dedicated to that. This is a very, this is a very common experience getting in our own way in a reading or just in the work itself of de- of development. It's important that we acknowledge that we are a, a channel. We are a medium. Someone recently told me um, that being a medium is, is being the one in the middle between spirit and the client. And we, it is up to us to take what we get from spirit and relay it to the client clearly. And I am, a, I, I myself am a proponent for, um, for as I receive something from spirit and relate to the client, sharing my interpretation of what I'm seeing. But I want the buy-in and the input from the client because if I only share what I think of it without asking the client, that doesn't do the client any justice. That's not a reading. That's just a speech. That's just a monologue. And that's not the way to validate the presence of a loved one. So I still would like to call myself an interpreter. That being said, to this listener, uh, to Manya, and I hope again, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly because I do want to respect the pronunciation of your name. To Manya, I, I still want to call myself an interpreter, but the way that you responded to my last episode about using that word, I think is extremely valid and requires attention. And it makes me really consider that the next time I use the word interpreter to describe what I do as a medium, that I need to give a disclaimer and share exactly what I mean by the word interpreter. What do you all think about that? Do you think that a psychic is an interpreter or a medium is an interpreter? For those of you who practice mediumship to do readings, mediumship or psychic readings, do you consider yourself an interpreter? Let me know what you think. Send that message to me. Or if you're on Spotify, I guess, drop a comment in uh, at the bottom of this episode on the page of the episode, when you're listening to the episode, and the episode is the main thing on your Spotify screen, you can scroll down and leave a comment. Let me know what you think. So today's episode is short. I want to keep it short because I am currently away from home. It's a little harder. A little, it's a little more difficult to record an episode when I'm away from my desktop computer. And I think the fact that I can record an episode on my tablet and upload it to the podcast uh, the podcast host and share it with you, I think is really cool. But I'll prepare better next time. So I leave you to a beautiful rest of your day, and I will see you on social media and on the next episode. If you have a question or topic you want me to cover on Third Eyesight, head to my website, juanfranciscospirit.com slash contact and send a message my way. If you really enjoyed this episode, leave a review wherever you listen. I'd really appreciate it.